0: Oh yeah, Okay, so um so we're doing the tonight. is about Yaakov's Tsaras. So there are basically two It's based upon one in VaYishav and one in Miketz. So the first one is in the beginning of VaYishav. So it says like this: VaYishav Yaakov Beres Megrayav VeBeretz Right? Yaakov lived in Aras. Aras Kanan. Ela told us Yaakov. Yosef and Shvaso Yishana. Da 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 da. Right? Okay. So Rashi says. Like this. What's by Yeshev Yaakov? There's a few drushas, but among others, there's the drushas. in the Rashi. It's in the Rashi of Yaakov. Okay? So it says like this. The old nidrashbel. The middle of Yeshev. This is Va Yeshev. on the top of 412. Next page. So the old nidrashbel. Va Yeshev. Bikesh Yaakov Leshev Vishalva. Yaakov desired to live in tranquility. Yeah. So, much. Okay. so the so the anger with the ordeal of Yosef sprung upon him, jumped on him, okay, I clear the flow exactly he lived there, but but told us Yosef all of a sudden Yosef's on the scene, and the whole problems and all that. And the Rashi continues. Sadiqim um, V'vaqshev I'm sorry, B'keish Yaakov Oh, I already said this. Tzadikim V'vaqshev Leishhev Shalva So it's not just Yaakov, but Tzadikim in general want to live in Shalva, in tranquility. HaMakar Shvachuch. Hashem says Lo Dayim L'Tzadikim HaShem Sukem L'Olm It's not enough for Tzadikim that which is prepared for them in Olm Ba. But they're even seeking to live in tranquility in this world. Right? That's the question, right? I mean, so that's what he's saying. Okay, so um any questions on that? I mean we'll read another Rashi in a second. Any questions on that? You can have both. Yeah, why not? Why can't you have both? You can you can you have the Shava and all and the and the good whatever? Good stuff, and all about that. Funny, it's not enough that they want this and they want that. What exactly is this? What are exactly the request? requests? So want to live in Shabbat. everyone live in Shabbat or just Sadiqam? It sounds like this. What is this Shava which they're seeking out? And why can't they get it? one okay. This is a request that Sadiqam have, but Hashem does not really uh, listen to it. All right? That's the impression you walk away with. Right. And this is an instance of it. You know, also right. It okay. sounds like... So now let's look at the, another Ashi. So if we jump to um gimol Yadala. So this is when then basically um you know, Yosef if they planted this stuff in uh in their bags, right? They took Shimon and they found stuff in their bags. They came back home and they found all the stuff in their bags. And right, Ultimately, Yaakov didn't want to um, let. And then Yosef had a request of Benyatman, right? So he didn't want to let. But ultimately, when time came to shove, right, Yehuda made this a good request. And they sent him and all that. And now he said... Right, he basically said, okay, fine, so send them and give double, bring back more food. Right. And take uh, your brother and go get it up and go return to him. Right, and the Shakai should give you before the man. Okay. Basically saying Hashem should, should give you mercy. That'll send you back and you'll uh, you get back, um, Shimon and Yaman and maybe even Yosef. Okay, fine. And for me, look, I, I've given up hope. I've, I've accepted the fact that who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen. Okay, so now Rashi says, What's this idea of a Kel Shakai? Right, Kel Shakai. So Rashi says, Me ato inchum chasserum now that we made a plan, now that we made a good rational plan, right, giving them the food and the, and the double and the more money, right, all that, right, so now all we're lacking is Tfilah, Haranim, Ismalakon, and Adavan. Right, you see again, this idea of Yaakov like backed by Esau, you know, he prepared for the three things, and you know, he did all the practical things, and Davan. So to here, he's like, making a good plan, I say, now we're just lacking one thing. Tfilah made a good plan, all of the things are in place. Makes sense. It's a good strategy. Now, of course, any good strategy you always things may not work out. So now we're lacking one thing: it's tefillah, right? Tefillah. So I'm going to have a davening. Okay, <laughs> we'll be fine. That says fine. shakai Rashi. So Rashi has to explain now why the term shakel shakai. So Shaddai Bin Do shadai b'nesinas Right? So it's the one who is sufficient um, with for his giving mercy and it's, know, it's enough or it's but so he has sufficient ability to give you. He should give. So Kel Shakai means the one who has like enough and his mercy and the ability to make you uh, successful right? It's like he has the full, it's enough, he has the enough abilities and capacity to really give you Rahman and solve your problem. Okay, so that's the drash of, of she Shek, Shek, Dai. right, right? the medrash on this name, Shakai here, Mi Amar L'Olam Die. the one who said to the world, Enough, Dai, Shek, Die. Right? He should say, the one who said die to the world should say die to my tsaras. Enough. Because I didn't rest from my youth. Tsaras, Lavan. He's going to list seven tzaras here. The tsar of Lavan. I think he was, he was youth he was like I think he was like seven we calculated he was like seventy seven at that time, but whatever. Source Lavan, Saras so Esav, Saras so Rachel, Saras so Dina, Saras so Yosef, Saras so Shimon, Saras so Bin Tough life. Right? Each one of these was a whole to do, 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 do. All his problems as well with Lavan. All Esav trying to want to kill him and all that. Rachel, which means dying young. Not having kids, dying young. Dinah, getting raped, taken. Yosef, losing Yosef, his favorite son. For all those years, Shimon gets taken. In Yemen, he has to send, right? I mean, sorrows are uh, ongoing, right? Think about what kind of difficult life he had from his youth. I mean, again, it seems like it started when he was 77, and at the beginning maybe it was a little bit better. I mean, at least that was but I mean, here the he ace of beforehand, and then he was in like sixty or so, whatever. Right, we did. Yeah, i wonder uh I wonder. why they skipped you. The Hold, Hold on. a second. Hold on a second. So again, so the so he's saying. So the point of the Rashi is saying is that the drasha is so. mean, the one who said to the world, "Die," should say, "Die enough of my tzaros," because I have I haven't been able to rest from my youth. All these sorrows—they keep coming and coming and coming and coming. Enough already, Hashem. Right? Kehoshakai, Yitei Nacham Rachamim. It's a the drashos. hes using that kodesh now because he's trying to reference the idea that Hashem should say enough. a okay, Good question. And it was one sorrow, there another. He had a lot of sorrows. Okay, but now it's a new time. And if there's many sorrows, many sorrows. What's what that like? A scorecard? How many sorrows you get? Like, what's that whole idea? Right? Here we go. Good question. Yeah, right. It could be he wants the brothers to know that he's helping for them. And he's teaching, first of all, there's are just telling me them. He's teaching them. This is the approach. And he's, they should know that Yaakov that is for them. It should give them the strength and courage so that they know they have a uh, Ganesh uh, assistance on their side as long as they act properly. And they're under uh, the, the stress of the field of I mean, of course, they mess up and they do stupid things, but, you know, it's like that's part of what they know. And they also presumably should echo that happening. That feels themselves. i good question. He's saying, what's exactly Connection. When he said to the world enough, should say enough to my Tsaros, like what's the, I mean, is it just like a play on, I mean, they're sort of the same thing, but like not really. Mm-hmm. So the world is like, and kind creates the world. This is a matter of how he's, I don't know, treating Yaakov and his sorrows Like, why is there, it's sort of related, but you know, only on a seemingly superficial level, but just could you get a deeper understanding of that connection? It seems like the other Rashi was saying that he can want to live in Shalva. But what Hashem is saying is, no. It doesn't work that way. It's not enough for tzaddikim to have it in this world. But the, you know, the one in the world, in, in the world to come, so on this world also. And I don't know. Did Hashem did not tell him that? Which is just Rashi just telling us, by the way, or did he somehow convey that to him? It sounds like, oh, Miyad, he he felt that way. Miyad, I shouldn't give him the Yosef Tsara. You know, that was very early on. So did did he not get the point? Now after that, now he's asking again. But that's Hashem already said. This is the way it works. Right? This isn't the way it works. Hashem does uh That's not the way of this world. You don't get uh, Shavuot in this world. So it's like, is it just some complaining? Right? They didn't get the memo the first time? I don't really understand that. That was a last time. Right? Is there something different about that, you know? And it seems, not only that, did he have more service after this? Right? It's hard to know, but it doesn't seem that way. Right? I mean, after this. So, you know, so basically they went there. It was successful. Basically but the next thing he knew, they come down and tell him, Yosef still alive, come down. They went to Mitzrayim, they gave him good treatment in Mitzrayim, the famine stopped, everything is great. Right? He died, they whatever, and right, it seems Asha, Frey, Brakos, whatever, right? It doesn't seem like, you know, anything really eventful. So it almost sounds like Hashem answered this to feel. So what do you mean? But I, I thought I says no. They'll die, isn't it enough that they were there's not enough they want in this world, but now they want even the world, to, right? nothing get the world to come, they want in this world. Sounds like now what Yaakov asked and now Hashem says, "Yeah, but he's not dead yet, right?" Doesn't isn't the message that doesn't happen until you're dead? And now all of a sudden it's happening. Because he says, "I had enough." Well, you I mean, had enough. That's not the way it works. It says they needed the world to come is when it's enough. This is this world. So these rashes are connected there, like that's the same theme, but right? contradictory, if you will. But you know they're both this theme of talking about the Tsaros. You know, it's like a theme almost in Yaakov's life is tzaraas. You know, at least the pointed out this it's like You know, you hear it as, you have Yaakov, you have Brachos from HaKadosh, Brachos from he's up. Hashem promises somebody's going to take care from all that. But like, you know, tough life, you know, tough life. You know, yeah, you see, it's like not, this idea. Like, yeah. life of the Torah is like, uh, you know, no promise or no guarantee or anything. Things are going to be smooth sailing. You know, you got the biggest topic, Yaakov, definitely Ashkaha, but Mom Michelle, so the life, years and years, years of tzahras, one after another, after another, seven, seven distinct tzahras, that are, you know, you see, it's like, I mean, there's no guarantee or assurance or anything that, you know, you avoid, and hopefully we should understand this a little bit, but, I mean, as a matter of fact, we see, it's not like uh not like the, the Torah model. It's like you know, you go to smooth sailing in your life without the Torah. You know, I mean, of course, the Dei Kamaravakeh delivers Shalom, but doesn't quite. You know, I don't know if it never works out that way, but it certainly seems like it's not really the. Well, it seems like that's right yeah, It's not the way the world is stacked. Set up, it's not the then you Shalom. Not doesn't. Yeah. Okay, so why don't we try to go I think I think we have to go to the beginning, right? The first one. Right. When the second one is really like a build up, it's a it's a problem with the first one. But right? first we have to analyze the first one and then we come back to the second one, right? So what's this idea that a deacon one shalva, Which you know, I guess sounds reasonable. We don't exactly Shalva, but it seems like a reasonable type of request, right? The wooden one shalva. I don't know, it sounds sounds good. Right? Peace, tranquility. <laughs> right? How do they translate here in North Tranquility. Yeah, that's what it's like. I so, I mean, it's a good question: Do only tzaddik want shalom, or the were want shalom also? So I feel like the don't want shalom, no? I and mean, then I'll look for Shalva. They want action or something, no? it just sounds like too peaceful for Russia. Whatever, whatever. So So tzaddikim want tashalom. So then, why, why, why is Roshan being so mean, so to speak? Right? Not enough. They get it. They even want it that Yeah. What's why? Why not? Put them have both. So they're gonna live in, live a life of perfection. They enjoy learning Dora, whatever. I think no idea is. They're not looking for the high life, not looking to have you know living it up, money, women, cars right they just want to sit and learn right What is he looking for? He's not looking for anything fancy. She just learn Torah teach Torah, interact with his kids, teach them torah he he's not he doesn't need he doesn't have these high flying needs he just wants to be able to just uh, enjoy life he should be like, go as much have if was teach Torah or way open the Aishal and just you know keep things going that Right. correct it's like usually calm as we said so, <laughs> they I have everything I'm not looking to always conquer or change. Seek out the next thing, and then the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing. That's what that's yeah, that's Yisro. actually Rav have a lot, but there's always something more that the Russia's is looking for. Like a person, like i say, a person doesn't die with half his diabetes. You got 100, you want 200, you want or 400, 400. It's just like yeah, never-ending. But a tzaddik recognizes what's important in life, and he also involves himself in it, and that's it. And he's you know, it's, it seems simple. Like I understand the Rosh is never going to be satisfied. He's always looking forever and ever and ever for something new. And he's not, he gets bored. He gets bored, and his typhus is always looking to be able This and something else, something else, something else, something else. So I bored. He's, he's happy to just sit and learn. Just leave him alone. Let him learn. Stuff. Let him think. Let him be involved in metaphysics, whatever the case is. And uh, he doesn't need, he just needs to be able to have the shirt on his back or whatever, and just do his thing. All right? Sounds great. Sounds simple. Why, why can't he have that? I understand the rasha. it's more complicated. But it's odd. That he, that's what they want. What do they want? Right? Ultimately, what is a person, like Yangovina, looking for? Right? That sounds like what he wanted to do. That's it, just wanted to live. But like says no? Wait for Alamaba. Right? Wait for Alamabha. It's not it's enough that they get Alamabah, they even want Alamaza. Right? So what's the Okay, so, so so let's just, uh, so I think this is what Donnie's saying. Touch touched on what you're saying, but I think it's will hold off a little bit for that one. So the, the, the plain idea is like saying is that, why can't he have both? Because he can't. He's like, like let's say for example, Yaakov has all criticized Yaakov for favoring Yosef, right? So you see like, shouldn't like, favor special treatment to one son over the others. So Yaakov had a soft spot of love, Ben Zekunim, whatever. Yaakov is Yosef, right? And he gave him the special treatment. It was a mistake. right? So, if that's an example. Yaakov had a weakness. He had a mistake. He had an overattachment to one of his sons in a way which was destructive. Right? Caused him to make uh, false calculations about how to interact with his children. So that would, that that imperfection would cause them to have a lower right? It's like it's, a, it's an indication that is like some, some attachment to something false, some emotion, some fleeting thing, as opposed to just absolute truth. As far as you attach to truth, and, and ultimately everything's all about truth and reality, and uh, then you're going to make all the right decisions. Uh, the, the the over-attachment to, Yaak, to Yosef was the cause of his fight, right? And that's what you see maybe when he hugged Yosef, he said, to myself, ultimately, that was like the ultimate. Instead of hugging him, Yosef was crying, but it says he was, he was right? That's what Rashi says. Right? He was like re, re-aligning re, himself with ultimate reality. He was happy to hug Yosef, but ultimately that was like a part of his true But the, the the point is, is that Saros. Are the the imperfection, sorry, the imperfection causes a lack in your Allah And what do you want ultimately? Do you want Allah or do you want Allah Maba? Of course, ultimately, you want Allah Maba. More than Allah Maza, is eternal, it's the highest existence. This is more just like a, a hallway, right? To be able to prepare preparation for, for Allah Maba. Now, right now, insofar as you have a weakness, you're not fit for the highest level Allah Maba. And how do you get that? Yisurim, the Yisurim through the tzara of Yosef and the suffering he had to with Yosef, and then the repetition of it with all the Yomim and, and Ultimately, the tzara forced him to work through the emotion, and they called it to the goes of the tshuva. You know, it's, it's hard for a person to, to overcome his imperfections when he's sitting in Shavah. sitting in Shavah, just learning Torah, and your emotions, your imperfections don't quite express themselves. And you're busy learning ideas, abstract ideas. They don't they don't express themselves in the daffemar. You know, and you don't notice them. But they're there. And they're gonna ruin your lower your al m'abah. So it's like the tsaras that you have, which the stresses, the anxieties, uh, bring out bring to the fore your weaknesses. And they're they they because you, they enable you to do on them. You know, I remember once, I think I heard Rabbi Moskowitz say I think I heard it already. Someone else told me he said, he says, like, he likes it when he has, like, stress or anxiety or something like that. Because it, like, it helps him realize, like, it helps him realize an imperfection. Why is this bothering you so much? And, like, it gives you a window into your psyche. You know, if something's really bothering you, then you know something's up, right? You're able to accept the reality of the situation. So it's an opportunity to learn about yourself, you know? So it's like Tsaros. The, 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 the surim end up giving you openings to insights into your personality and they allow you to realign your energies. So, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not enough that I give them all of them. They also know all of It's not like, in, like in, intrinsically, look, Al-Mabba. a person who is ultimately totally 100% perfected, then like, you wouldn't need all and them. So you'd have them both. But that's just not the way people are. Man it's like inside the bar. Every person has imperfections in one form or other, and those imperfections are going to affect you. And you know, you're not going to get all because of those, or you're going to be lagging all Now, what do you want? You want l'mab? Okay, so you want l'mab now. What you also want is that it's just not the way it works. Hashem is not giving away free l'mab. The way you get l'mab is through through growth, perfection. Growth means overcoming your emotions, and overcoming your emotional attachments are is painful. And it happens via tzaros. That's the tool and the vehicle which um, which leads you to that. So that's what it's saying. It's like you want to live in shalva, but it's like you can't have your cake and eat it too. So to speak. you can't have you can't have the shalva and then also say you want the ishalva of all-mabah. So Hashem saying, look, I'll do chesed to you. I'll give you al I'll help you get it, which is what you ultimate want. But now you also want to somehow do it without al that, That's not the way it works that's not that's just like a freebie, that's not the method the method of a person is the cause of his own good through his decisions and there's just no there's no real, there's no natural way for a person to get them both unless Hashem just takes away free will and just gives it to you a free gift but that's not uh, that's not in the human condition it's not a malach I mean, a malach would just have the highly state at the highest state on their own but man is the creature of a so the way you get on is through working on these imperfections and overcoming them Right? So Hayeshev, he was sitting, it sounds like a saying, he was sitting, trying to enjoy it, but he had this imperfection, and the Yitzhara helped him uh, overcome. Right? Okay, fine. So that's good for this Rashi, right? Okay. So now, fast forward, fast forward, what, 22 years or something, right? Forget, right? Something like that. So, um, and now, finally, he has to give up in Yemen. Right? Give up his Yemen. I guess the last of these Saras, right? He has to give up in Yemen. And he does. Right? And it's a, it's a heart-wrenching decision for him. And he gives him up. Right? And now he says, Okay, goes Baruch Shav Kel Shaka, Lechem Right? He's the one. One who said to the world enough should say enough to my service. So, but well, what do you mean? Does that mean that he's like 100% perfected and there's nothing more to do? I mean, wasn't the point is like until you get Olam Abba. Olam like, Abba is where you have your shalva. Olam is where you overcome your uh, your weaknesses. And uh, you keep growing and growing and growing. And that's like other And And that's a to a person, to help giving him tzaros, to help him constantly grow. So why is he saying, I had enough? I mean, I had enough. You, you, you think that's it? You you can't get any more perfected? Is that true? He's like the highest. That's it. There's no yitzar anymore, no anything. And now he had enough? On, on the surface, not. So, what's this idea? I should saying, you know, I have enough. And what's, how's it connected with enough to the world? I mean, that's all together. Right? Good, good. So, yeah, I was thinking like that. Mm-hmm. What was saying. So, yeah. It's not that he doesn't have anything else to go. Of course, a person always. I mean, maybe, like, it's like, it says um, uh, that's okay. It's like even when he was alive, because using up his name with uh and when they're alive, but, but it's like he did, because he was blind, and he, like, and all of the, you know, them, guitar that, the, is the, gone. Whatever, but that's unique. I mean, that's Yitzhak. Yitzhak's like old Tamima and he was blind, and he was old. But Yaakov wasn't that. And I'm saying it doesn't sound like Yaakov is impossible. There's nothing else to gain. He still had a lot of years to his life, and it doesn't mean there was no nothing else to gain. But Yaakov is saying, "I, I simply had enough. I just can't do it anymore." And like, will is there what to gain? There's what to gain, but there's like there's only the, the, these sorrows. They they break a person. And uh, I simply haven't rested. It's been years and years and years. One sarah, to another, to another, to another, seven sarahs. Each one of them is like, it just breaks him. And he has this intuition that he simply, it's enough. He can't do it. And would he gain from it? As long as he retains his sanity, I guess he would. But there's a breaking point. The person, I'm like, yeah, that's what I have said well. It's like, that's what they said. I mean, they were talking to Yosef, so it's not clear what they said. He can rain to the grave. And maybe that's what Yaakov said. Is he still alive? I don't know. Did this break him? Did this ruin him? Is he, is he able to handle it? Like a person, you know, again, it doesn't, you know, you hit a person, it can make him stronger. But I mean, he could also break his back. kill you. Yeah, know? right. It doesn't kill you, make yeah, right. makes it stronger. You. Right, exactly. It could kill you, exactly. Right, so it's like, so it could be a saying, Yaakov has an intuition. He suffered all of these sorrows. And it doesn't sound like he ever asked for this before. He he look he, he gave job, but then he got the point. And that was early on, and he since then had a bunch of tsaras. But now it's come to the point where he's just said, listen, I, 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 And arguably he's saying is listen, if Binyoman gets killed, gets taken, gets whatever, I I can't, I can't I can't do it. You know, it's just too much. And that's that that's what the kind of that's, what you'd have, that's you'd have told Yosef, right? It's not going to. No, I can't. I can't go back. Then how can I go? To my father, he's going to, my mother's going to kill him. You know. So that that they shared. They heard the tefillah, and they had the intuition. That was what he was. And in certain sense, I was just conveying to you, You have to be. You have to be on the top of your game here because I, I can't handle it I anymore. Mean. It's just too much. I haven't rested from my youth, and there's a point, and I think that's the die. That's this idea of like the quantity, fine-tuning. It's like there's a balance of quantity. How much can you handle? But you don't want to stop your tsaros too early because then you lose out on perfection. You don't want to get too many tsaros because then you can break. So where's the point? So ultimately, Akadosh Barucho is can measure quantities, say die enough. But it's Yaakov's intuition that it's enough. He's mispalo takashbar. Look, like, says the world died, and that's part of the, it. created the world. That that medrash Shachai, the Shem Hashem shakai as I'll say, it's more like I forget where Talked about in my book, but it says it's um, it says like the world was like spinning, expanding, or something like that, and, and Hashem said die. Enough. And the l'sirat level was rising. Hashem said die. So it says die. Which means like he fixed the quantities. The world is expanding and the sea level rising, but the level of the sea, if it's too high, it's gonna drown everything. If it's too low and not enough water. Right? Like there's a there's a perfect balance of the level of sea level and the expansion of the universe. And that's part of the Chachmas Hashem. And again, modern science has shown it, but I mean Chazal knew about it. Just it's it's like because the language of modern science is very quantitative. You could see, you could study fine-tuning, Discovered how these constants of nature, if they were any different than, uh, or different by small amounts, everything would be, uh, so everything would be like ass. There'd be no, nothing but a bunch of fundamental particles. They knew it. Yeah, philosophically, they knew it, right? They knew it by sea level, they knew it, whatever. It's like a concept that the world is based on qualities and quantities, and you have to have a quantity. Hashanah didn't just create good qualities, but if you don't have the right balance of the quantities, then, uh, then everything's being messed up. So that's part of the Chachmas mas hashem and the bria is fixing the quantities, and that's what Chazal that Chazal learned in learned the shem shakai. And I forgot, I think it's like citing on holds tas and There's two good I mean, the Baruch Hashem. So the mm-hmm. us it means it's the God who set the quantities. So, but ultimately, that type of chachma is like a certain type of chachma that's like God's knowledge. You know, we could study it at some level, but to actually come up with the quantities. Is part of the uh, Chachmas Hashem. So Yaakov is intuiting that this is the place for that. Mida. Ultimately, he's going to spelt like But he's appealing to the media that HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows the perfect quantities to be able to make our universe work out. Not too much, not too well. Just the right amount. And it's my intuition, Yaakov, saying that this is it. I've, I've suffered through all these sorrows and I've gained from every one of them. I don't regret them. I've I've ultimately worked my way towards the high level of Mabah. But it's been I haven't rested since my youth and I'm getting old and I, I just becoming to a point where it's just gonna break and that's not that's not gonna help. Me. That's gonna hurt. Me. So he's gonna small. I mean it's a tefillah, because first of all it's Rahman it was just, okay, well, it's was Okay Brahma is okay, well you have a weakness. So you have an imperfection, so deal with it or or suffer and you suffer through it deal with it on your own. But it's like, I'll be mean to a den, you get like a tap out. Like, that's it. I mean, you have a weakness, you have weakness, you get on you get whatever. It doesn't mean you to get protected, you have a weakness, and if that's the way it is, that's the way it is. So he's asking for Rachman, but he's appealing to that, Midas Hashem of Rachman, that Hashem, you know the quantities, and you know this is a point where I can't handle them, and therefore I'm asking for Rachman to not let any further weaknesses I have, to not let them... Blow up and result in disastrous consequences in a way which is going to break me, right? But, it, it, but it is a compromise it's, in a certain sense. It's a compromise. That's why the other Rashi is saying the truth is the midasad. Then is to uh, you know, uh, blessed lava. That's when you're on shalva. That's when you have shalva. Until as long as you have imperfections, you're not really going to have shalva. That's really the then, But it doesn't mean Hashem will always, you know. Or pushes you in those ways. I mean, and for a tzaddik, it's like a, asher yav, Hashem yochiach. Hashem loves the person who loves. It could be that's why so many He's at such a high level that a kadosh baruch hu him reaching the highest level. It could be we have we have uh, weaknesses, but we're not under the same level of hashgacha. Then Hashem's not going to help us overcome them. So we might just die with our tzara, with our with our uh, weaknesses. And um, right, that's like the Chazal that, that rewards in this world. So He can be punishes in this world, so they get an it So it's like a Chesed that we have weaknesses because Hashem punishes in this world, we overcome them, we get ba. But a, tzah, a Rashi, he doesn't do that. For him he enjoys in this world, and he, therefore he never overcomes his weaknesses, and therefore in Allah he loses everything because he's, he never really overcomes it. So, but that's you know the higher level you are. The more you're Zokha, I'm helping you in that type of way. You know, but so and that's the saying ultimately that's the Middle Baruch Hu that he does that, and that's mid then you're punishments, and they help you grow. And that's then then assists you. And that first rashi is saying that's truly the way it really should be. You know, the only time you really Zokha Rishabh will be then, is in them. But this Rashi is just saying, is Yaakov uh, had a sense that uh, this is it. It's too much. I can't do it anymore. Sure. most yeah, thing is that he's right. He realized ultimately that he was, Shem was right and ultimately his favoritism to Yosef really did endanger the whole future of Israel. See, he never thought that the brothers would do such a thing. He sent Yaakov. He sent Yosef. He never thought that the hatred was so great. And uh, that they would actually do something like that to him. But that was because he misjudged uh, the whole relationship, the whole dynamic, and he was blinded because of his uh, favoritism. So ultimately, he did choose on that and he recognized it. So he realized the value of Tsaros. And he look, he did, he had the Tsar of giving up Binyamin. But still, it could be if Binyamin, it's not clear how he would have handled it, but what would have happened if he really lost? You know, it's like he was able to at least give him up, you know, just let him go. But he thought he would get him back. He was hoping he would get him back. He was probably going to get him back. But if he had a face not getting him back, who knows? Who knows? And he's saying, I, know, I can't. That's uh, I can't do it anymore. It's too much. And there's a cumulative effect. I mean, there is. There's a cumulative effect of the Taurus and maybe the age. And the, it's just, it builds up. It breaks the person. You know, he, he put up again. He could have given it had one of these feels a long time ago. He had seven of these tarsos. He could have done it number three or four or five or six. He didn't. Right? He's only doing it now. So like this is like this is a type of a tefilla. But again, if you tap out early, then you lose the benefits. Right? You lose the benefits of this So you don't want to do it earlier. You know, this maybe you could make such a request earlier. Reminds me of that feeling you know, that she Rabbi gave based on the Kmarachah and Sanhedrin about the Yitzhah of the Zara. The of the Zara. they eventually, at some points, by actually the doling, they must follow that Hashem'sha and the Vatil that is too much. So they said, and if you say that we get to for it, they say, lo hu, lo Says, we, we can't, we don't want it, we don't want a Tzara. And the rabbis <laughs> was like, look, there's a Tzara that you could get by seeing the Yitzhah studying it, understanding it, and overcoming it. And if you invadil it, it, means you made it more like repressed or whatever. But if you invadil it, it becomes less strong and more hidden and less capable of you learning from it and growing from it and getting star. But they said, yeah, but there's a loss and that if you have the ability to gain the star, but then it's stronger and then if you fail, then you suffer the worst. So there's like a there's a benefit of being able to, to having uh to having this sara, only if you're able to deal with that. It's a little bit of different, I'm assuming, but a little bit different. But the point is, is like certain times, something could be beneficial to do only if you were able to handle it. But it's different. There, it's like we would be, we're bocha vera. Here, I don't think it's a Yacob, bocha This is like a psychological breakdown that you just wouldn't really have been able to handle it. Before, you know? it's, it's different. It's different. I mean, it's something similar about it, but it's, you know, Good question. I mean, explicitly, he's davening the Hashem kevrachem and to send Achlikem Acheres Binyamin, descend Shimon and Binyamin and Joseph. Right? That's explicitly what he's asking. But Rashi is saying, "Mi Yishemulonu Adolm Dye Yomer Dye Litzarosi." He's saying, saying enough to my tzaras." So it sounds like the Chazal is saying, generalizing that it wasn't just this tzara but it's like for his sequel, all his thoughts. And I mean, I could see that's a shot. Now you could say, look, that's what's on his mind right now. Maybe later he'll invite new ones, but it doesn't seem like he had any new ones later, as far as we could tell. So sounds like that was explicitly this one, but he was really just saying, "As I had enough. Now that doesn't mean things can't change. Uh, maybe, maybe if 10 years off, we will be able to feel like he can handle a thorough I don't know. But, it sounds like it's this but you're right. I mean explicitly this is the one that was on his mind. I mean Yamaha. But the way Rashi is formulating it though is it seems like it's more general. You know? At least that's the sentiment right now. Yeah, right, sure, right. I mean you see the ultimately the Verhas Yakov culmination, Yaakov, culminated in the era where he's basically building Prime and or whichever one, Yeah. But he was like building he's gonna set up the uh the shiv and that's his life culminated in the Brachos, which he gave, which is ultimately his vision for the Shvatim going forward. But if he broke from the Tzara of who is to say he would have been in a state of mind where he'd have the nevuah to be able to, uh, to give that? Right? Like, you know, you're not necessarily able to get. You have to have nevuah to be able to be in that state. And if you're broken, you can't have nevuah. So maybe he de- deemed that this was important for him to be able to... He still had what to do. He hadn't yet finished setting up the HaYishah. And he wanted to, and he just felt like uh, it, it's not just that if he breaks, then he's going to be sad. It's like his whole life's mission it was ultimately Mukuyam, through the brachos that he gave on his deathbed through Nivua to fashion klal yisrael uh, the ship they come, and the Khan in All their distinct roles. And, I mean, he knew it's something like that. You know exactly how it would pan out, but he knew he wasn't done. But if he gets broken by the tsaros, then who, who knows? Who knows if he'd be able to? Uh, to, to continue or to, to, to set up on in a manner which he needed to. Yeah, like, for example, you see that Chazal say that he didn't have Nevorah for all the years that Yosef was gone, right? So, um, apparently, and then what means now he got back his Nevorah. So you see that, you know, the but if he didn't have Nevorah, then he arguably wasn't going to be able to up the Shemotim. So, I mean, he knew his state of mind. His psychological ability to function was vital for his continuance and his growth and his nevuah, and he just felt like he needed to move past the tsara stage to be able to. He, he couldn't handle it. He needed to pass that and to move towards the future, right? And arguably, he was right. That's he answered his tefila. so there's nothing to say that he made a mistake in that. Right, for it, and uh, soon thereafter, boom, was all over. And uh, you know, so arguably, he was right. Right, mm-hmm. throughout the second you see that he wasn't really stable. Uh, he, he knew it's, it's, it's intense, and, and it's a were... point. There's a break. It's really interesting. Did you see the idea? of me a of of really like this. this die of like refining the tzaddik, but there is a quantity here. It's not like infinite, it's not, you can't squeeze infinite, infinite perfection out of a person. Because the perfection comes through tzaros, and there's a limit. And the person has a breaking point. And uh, just like, you know, you just think like a person could infinitely grow. In theory, but not in practice, because the, legally, the method of growth is often through tzaros. And there's a limit of how much tsaras a person can handle. So, But a Baruch who is, at least for a tzaddik, he's squeezing him up to the, lo- to the limit and not beyond. Right? And maybe he would have done beyond if not for his tzvila. I mean, Yaakov had a sense that it's at that I and mean, it's following the it. I mean, Shem But Yeah, I'm saying it's not a shortcut, kind of, Yaakov. It's, yeah, there's a reality that the human being is a psyche. He's a body and he has a psyche. And there's so much you can handle That's, you know, uh, I don't think it's... I mean, uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe something Yaakov could have done. But I'm saying that it's like, part of the human being. It doesn't seem like it's attributing to a fate. It seems like he assessed himself, he's assessing that he can't handle it. Not that, I'm not saying that he'd be caused of anything wrong about it as much as just a physical just constitutional person. That's only so much he can handle. Psychological constitutional person. a yeah. fated.